You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Very serious. This is the Mandatory Samson Podcast. Didn't didn't mean to start like that. It just came out of me. Hi, welcome to the program. My name is Chris Flannery. I'm joined by Joseph Anthony Noe the Third on my right. Hi, everybody. Uh, I won't be singing. Yeah, terrific. I we are also being produced by Evan. What's up, Evan? Say it, everybody. What up? Oh, look Thanks, at this. Evan. Good start to the show. A little, lot of energy, Joey. Yes. Why the singing? You know what? There's no way to know. It's just my heart's song. It just comes out of me when I'm in a good mood, and and there it is. I think it's because the Pope's in town, so I feel oh feel extra special today a lot of energy going on nice. he's not even here yet he gets here at five o'clock okay uh hi everyone welcome to the show i think we have a really good one in store for you today uh we're gonna get into some quicker stories to start off the uh the program mm-hmm. we have an update on the centcom reports being altered thing that we talked about last week with the isis reports yeah. and all that stuff which is dangerous we have an update on that uh we have a clip of a, a lot of clips this week by the nice. way which i know you're i'm a clip man what can i say oh my god Good God. A 16-year-old uh, black kid, I'm saying a black kid because I don't have his name because he's 16, they didn't release it, oh. a video of him in Stockton, California being arrested by nine cops. Nine cops. For jaywalking, which seems like probably not a crime, really. I mean, it's like a maybe a ticket. Not and for then, nine cops. And then they detain him and it's like a just an ugly situation, so I wanted to play that. Fortunately, he wasn't killed or anything, but it just... You know, it's like another one of these fucking incidents where, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to happen. Uh, we're also going to get into this Ahmed Muhammad thing, the uh, the clock kid. The clock Texas. maker. Yeah. Uh, we're going to base it on a clip I saw from Real Time with Bill Maher, which is the only reason I'm bringing it up. Okay. Uh, because I, when I first heard about that thing, that, that story, I didn't see the clock. I just assumed the kid built a clock and, you know, he's in Texas and he's a Muslim. So they, you know, assumed he made a bomb. Well, no, actually, when I was watching Real Time with Bill Maher, he showed the clock. It doesn't look like a clock. It looks like a bomb. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't seen the clock oh, yet. Perfect. So All right. So let's not even I talk anymore wait. about it. Yeah. We're going to get like in depth into that. Some reaction from both sides. I have uh, these two women that did like three ways to combat Islamophobia. We're just going to get into yeah. the whole thing because I feel like I have some thoughts about it. And I want, you know, I want to get into it and we'll use the Bill Maher thing as like a nice catalyst okay. to, uh, to talk about that. We're going to do a pretty good 2016 update we got some good clips there nice uh and then we're gonna do things a little differently at the end of the show joey okay do tell we're gonna do a fall tv preview yay yeah well i mean we are i'm gonna say this we are a little pressed for time today we only have max an hour and a half okay because uh, we got another show coming in that's why we're starting early we uh we flipped with them yes for today we're usually four o'clock on thursdays but we switched to three o'clock this week so in any event we're going to do this fall TV preview. I have a bunch of clips. I don't know how many we're going to get to, but I figure we'll just watch them. We can probably, you know, critique them, say what we like, say yeah. what we don't like. And it might be a, you know, just a fun little change of pace at the end of the episode. You've also brought a fuck up of the week. Is that yes, correct? Yes, I did. All right. So we'll figure out a place to, um, fit, to that, fit in. that in. Yeah. All right. First, listen to me, guys. Subscribe. YouTube.com slash Mandatory Samson. We're putting up all the full episodes of the program. Uh, so you can see our lovely faces. We got a couple of comments that people were like, oh, we're surprised to see that you guys are like cute. Oh, I'm cute? 
Well, well, you yeah. why one more than other? <laughs> Sex. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so you go on YouTube.com slash Mandatory Samson. You can watch the full episodes that we're putting up. And you can also, there's a playlist for the live stream, which you can go. You can watch us 4 o'clock every Thursday live stream. And you can watch all the other shows nice. that we produce here. They live stream through the same uh, portal or whatever you want to call it. Also, SoundCloud.com slash Mandatory Samson. Obviously, that's the audio only. It's great. You can leave comments there, and you can subscribe, follow, whatever you want to call it. Sound good, Joey? Sounds fantastic. Ready to get into the show? Yes. All right, so the first thing I wanted to get into, this is an update, actually, really. Uh, Kim Davis, our friend Kim Davis, uh, Rowan County, Kentucky clerk Kim Davis is being accused by employees that she has tampered with paperwork issued to gay couples in an attempt to invalidate those licenses listen that seems much worse than not giving them out well it's the same i mean it's uh it's kind of the same because if they can't get married if if she's not going to allow you know give them the license to Mm -hmm. get married they can't get married and then if they believe they got married and then she invalidates it somehow yeah you know what i guess in some ways it is worse because they don't even know then yeah she was allowed listen to this Uh she was allowed to remove her name from licenses as a deal to get her out of jail but apparently she made changes beyond what was agreed upon. Of course she did. L- listen to this. Deputy, cl- I wrote this really small, so I got to pick up my notebook. Deputy clerk Brian Mason has been issuing all licenses as he is the only staff member not opposed to it on religious grounds. All right. So there's one good guy in that whole office? Well, forget good guy. He, he doesn't even think that it's legal what he's doing. He's like, it has to be the clerk. He's like, I'm the deputy clerk. These aren't probably legal. He's like, I can't, there's not even room for me to sign my name. I have to initial. <laughs> it's like this whole fucking clusterfuck there. I think, can I tell you what the solution yeah. is? Execute Kim Davis. No. Yep. No. Yeah, I think it's time. I've just had enough. You just remove her from the situation. Right. By putting, <laughs> by putting her in front of a firing squad. I think it's time. Like... Come on, just just stop. This woman's becoming a real problem. Yes, as if she wasn't to begin with. You kill her, and listen to this: mm-hmm. if you're gay, leave Kentucky. Nobody that works there at that office will issue you a, a marriage license. They're, they're they're all against it on religious grounds. Only this one, just, Brian Mason, who the picture of him—if you look him up—it's so funny. He just looks like like shell shocked all day because there's just people coming in and he doesn't know what to do about it. Or you just go to the next county over and get married. You just leave Kentucky. Look, listen, there's plenty of good You don't have to leave to the whole state. You come to New York. You go anywhere. There's a lot of California. Very welcoming. There's no reason. No reason to just stay there. Portland. I, I mean, there's pl- tons of places. Don't stay in Kentucky. What are you doing? Anyway, how would you execute Kim Davis? I wouldn't. I would just remove her from the situation. You know, you... She's she, an elected she official, believe- though. Listen, yes, we got to yes. get tough, Joey. Yes. If we're going to... Here's the thing. She's elected official, so maybe not giving them out might not be illegal. However, tampering the other ones is illegal and should therefore she should be removed. If we're going to fight this war against Christianity. I'm not fighting a war against Christianity. We need to hang Kim Davis. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, she agrees yes Joni Ernst loves it uh whatever so that's that I just wanted to bring that up but like enough from this woman Mm -hmm. stop fucking tampering with the marriage licenses stop it because it it goes against my apostolic faith you're just an annoyance that's what you are the important thing to know is when the next election comes she won't be voted in no that's not the case that's my point that's why I brought up the fact that everybody else in the goddamn office doesn't do it either because they're all religious nuts as well oh that's what we were saying really when you brought up the th- i didn't realize that she was elected when you brought it up the first yeah. time we were talking about it i was like well that 
I mean, it doesn't. Obviously, she should have. To, she's she should have to issue the license. I'm never going to be in favor of her not doing that. But it changes the game a little bit because obviously it's a pretty conservative goddamn state. That's why I'm saying these gay people get out of there. What, what are you doing? Nobody in the office is willing to issue the gay marriage license because they're all crazy. But they probably support her. You know what yeah. I mean? Because she got elected. She's going to be in there for life. She's probably going to be in the Senate eventually. She's going to be next to uh, Joni Ernst. She's going to parlay this into a sanity? I don't know. She's too out of her mind, I'm sure. But she could parlay this into something for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good with that? Yes. Fucking fuck you, Kim Davis. I'm just sick of you. Listen, this week you got to write titles. I didn't okay. come up with one. All right. Like, fuck you, Kim Davis is not a good one, Joey. I know you were going to write that down. I was going to write that down. Okay. It's not a good one. Uh, this is an interesting story. And it's a study. It's not really, you know, it's not really a story, but I wanted to put this out there with the idea when we talk about this lacking mental health care in this country and all these mass shootings and things like this. This has to do with antidepressants and violence. All right. Okay. Eli Lilly's Prozac. And I'm giving the name of the company because I want them to be responsible for what is going on. Eli Lilly's Prozac that they sell and GlaxoSmithKline's Paxil slash uh, Seraxet, I guess. That's the same same medication, the antidepressants. Mm -hmm. They designed to ease the symptoms of try it again. <laughs> They're designed to ease the symptoms of anxiety and depression. They are linked to a forty-three percent increase in the risk of committing a violent crime amongst people fifteen to twenty-four. So, if you're fifteen to twenty-four and you're on this, mm-hmm. you have a forty-three percent higher chance of committing a violent crime than somebody that's not on these medications, which is insane and that's the only group that shows that type of jump everybody else before or after that is like one percent or something it's very small violence was more likely in lower doses so if you're on a small like eh, i just need a little pick me up whatever type of prescription you're more likely to to commit some kind of violent action part of the theory there is that maybe all of your symptoms aren't being treated mm-hmm. so it's like this underlying thing but otherwise there's an actual link it seems between pa- uh, Prozac and Paxil and, you know, causing violence. A lot of the people you do the research, a lot of these mass shooters fit in that age range and were on some kind of medication like this. Were they really? Yeah, for sure. That's always something you hear about, but like, this is like a pretty clear link to me. See, when, when I hear something like this, it kind of saddens me, but, what we could look at is the the age range, and maybe for people in that age range, we try to find an alternative then. So after if yeah, it's marijuana, 20- uh, mushrooms, whatever. Well, see, I care more about the individual than making money because one might assume that these companies are making quite a some amount of money from. Oh, the, uh, please! I mean, uh, absolutely, yeah. And these are SSRI, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, which means when serotonin whatever comes out in the brain Mm -hmm. in people that have depression and anxiety it absorbs back into wherever it came from much quicker this prevents that from happening but apparently it also has this type of side effect which is you know uh, potentially really dangerous because you don't want somebody that is depressed and anxious to then go out and and you know create vile obviously that's a that's a bad combination yes uh what you know what this is a good opportunity i think for you why don't you get into the uh the fuck you're, up of you're the fuck week. up of the week. Yeah, I want to say this. It's the PLOS Medicine Journal put out the study. If you guys want to look into that a little bit more, interesting. And I, I'm willing to bet there's, you know, that that's a real side effect. Like anytime you see those commercials on TV where it's like, 
feeling anxious like take this pill but it's like warning will cause bloody diarrhea your brains will leak out of your nose you like th- there's all these side effects guaranteed there's side effects here you know yes god fuck up of the week this fits in nice, uh, so nice segue. the fuck up of the week belongs to Morin Shaquille who is a 32 year old is that founder. how you say it I don't know how to pronounce it I do bet you, that's not I don't know how to do say, you know it. How to say <laughs> it no so he's a 32 year old founder and CEO of Turning Pharmaceuticals. Turing yes okay Earlier in the week, his company obtained the rights. Well, not earlier in the week. In August, they obtained the rights to a drug, Darapapim. Okay. Which they paid fifty-five. How do you spell it? D A R A P R I M. All right. Drapapim. Whatever. I don't know. Darapapim. <laughs> Good. So they bought it for fifty-five million, and he fifty-five million. Okay. For fifty-five million. And what does this do? It is a pill that ha- treats. Toxoplasmosis, which is a disease. Toxoplasmosis, yes, or something? Okay. which is a disease that affects people with weakened immune systems, notably most people with AIDS. Okay, that's what the drug commonly is associated with. He raised it five thousand percent. Oh, so the pill used to be thirteen fifty a for a pill, one right? a pill. It became seven hundred and fifty dollars. Sure. Well, and and why is that? Because AIDS patients aren't doing their fair share. He took to Twitter and said uh-huh. only 2,000 Americans take our medicine annually, making oh. it one of the most infrequently used drugs. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, so fuck them. So, if we don't... Yeah, exactly. It's right. horrible. That's capitalism. That then, We can pretend it's not, but that is capitalism, where it's like, hey, listen, we have a very small consumer base, so yes. we have to fucking gouge them if we're going to make any... Fuck this guy, right? This yes. guy, they should put him next to Kim Davis and execute both of them. How about that? Stop he, being a fucking problem. Then later on on Twitter, he he tweeted this. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a great medium for socialist and liberal rage. Oh, boy. So, so wow. he was feeling the the rage that everybody was did he lower, yeah, did he lower talking the prices? towards him. Uh, yes. Well, virtually they're going to lower the prices. Right. But it, it took a lot of help from our friends in the Twitterverse. Good. That's the thing. People want to pretend that like, all oh this hashtag activism is just a waste of time. No, some of it actually works. Like that 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 worked clearly. Yes. This guy getting shit on all day and and you know th- this becoming a big problem made a difference. He's an a- he's an animal, but yes. that's but he's he's a product of his environment. That's what he's supposed to be doing. Like that's how the you know capitalist free market whatever. That's how it works, and that's especially how the drug companies work. So. The drug. I'm not wa- defending this guy. No, 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 no. I think he's an asshole. But the drug was approved was uh, approved in 1953. Okay. So you got a drug that's 60 years old, right? And there's only one manufacturer of the drug, and by some estimates, it costs about a dollar per pill. Oh, I'm sure. Right. I mean, 1350 is a huge. Uh, there's no reason to be selling it for that amount, but whatever. That's at least manageable. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, listen, my uncle uh, had b- terminal brain cancer, which ended up killing him. They He was prescribed a medication that he was supposed to take every day that mm-hmm. would like, I forget what it did, but it basically just like helped him not feel like he was dying, even though he was dying. And the um, drug, the uh, insurance company only paid for 20 of them a month. Oh. But they cost, but then it's like another $1,000 to get the, the next 10 pills. So it's like, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Not you know it's like suffer i guess yeah you're just supposed to suffer well he's supposed to take it every day and like he's dying but we'll only pay for 20 of them what good are you this is this is this is uh capitalism run amok that's the problem that's why you need that's the argument for government intervention and government regulation of these things otherwise you know you get situations where 
uh, people just being taken advantage of by people that don't. If this guy has $55 million, his business has $55 million to invest and buy this and mm-hmm. whatever, how much more money does he really have to raise it above thirteen fifty? Make it $20 a pill. If you're going to make, if it only costs you a dollar to make the pill, right, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. That's a huge profit margin. If you're you're paying twenty bucks, no, he's got to raise it to what? For how much? <laughs> it was seven hundred and fifty. Seven hundred and fifty dollars a pill. Fuck you. And the reason why that works is because then you have insurance companies that are like, yeah, we'll pay like forty percent of that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like this crazy scheme where everybody's making money, and the person that's getting fucked is the person that has AIDS or can't. You know, it's it's yeah. terminally ill people or whatever people that are really sick. And of course, your friend Hillary Clinton got involved. It's fucking criminal. It is criminal. By saying price gouging like this in the specialty drug market is outrageous. Tomorrow, I lay out a plan to take it on. H. All right. Well, I don't. All right. We'll see. Did she? Did she do that? Is tomorrow today? Uh, it was a couple of days ago, but I did not take the time to look. Oh goddamn it, Joe! You see, that's that's your problem. Yes, it is. You should have looked that up. I want you to. Tell me what Hillary Clinton's plan is next week. Okay. Uh, good. I think that's good that you brought that up. I saw that. Uh, inf- it's frustrating. Yeah. It, well, see. But is it surprising? No, it's not surprising. And I would have to say that if if we did increase the the price of it to find more research for people who have this, it would be great. But right. from everything I could find, it seems that the, we don't need any more alternatives in this field at the moment. <laughs> right, of course not. No, it's not about that. I mean, potentially the profit they make could be going into research on other projects and fine. You would hope. But that's not the way, that's not the right way to do it, where it's to do it on the backs of people that truly need the medication. If they have, because what he said was, we have a small you know, amount of people that need this, it's rare, that mm-hmm. need this medicine. Right, so they really need it. It's not like a penicillin where they just give it to, you know, everybody yeah. can take it. No, it's a specific set of people that need this medication. So let's fuck those people that absolutely need to do it. They're over the barrel. They have to get it mm-hmm. from us. Terrific. Great attitude. And that's the problem. Like, Capitalism has no moral compass. It's can we make more money doing it? Yes. yes. So let's do it. That's the issue, and that's the big issue. That's the stamp stampede is bringing up. I got my stamp. Mm-hmm. This is corporations and not people. Right, because they have no moral code. Their code is make more, more money, money year after year, and we don't really care what the outcome is for people that work for us, people that are are you know uh, being hurt by it it's just as long as we can make more money and so long as there's enough people being able to buy this thing that we're going to be we're going to be fine and that's why i find it interesting a lot of times where the politicians always make a big case out of religion because in capitalism there is no religion well the god of the bottom line is really what the religion is yeah might be a good title Mm, let me write that down. <laughs> um, I have a, this is a really interesting one, Joey, that I saw a couple of weeks ago, but it just didn't fit in really. But I figured this week would be a good one to bring it up. Uh, there was a YouGov poll that they did, and I have the stats here. There's a couple of polls. Very interesting findings. I'm just going to read you know, what, what's going on with the polls. They did one that says, acting for the country. For each of the following groups of people, please indicate whether you think they generally want what is best for the country or what is best for themselves personally, and it's represented in a percentage. Military officers. Uh, 70% of people think they want, military officers want what is best for the country. All right? Only 12% think they want what is best for themselves. 55% think police officers want what is best for the country. 24% think 
you know, they're, they're acting for themselves, mm-hmm. which is a weird proportion also because police officers don't work for the country. They work for their little area. For the community. Yeah, for their community the state, is really what you should be worried about. I don't know. It's kind of stupid. To, it doesn't matter. Federal civil servants. Only 32% of people think that they want what's best for the country. 22% and then 12% think local politicians and congressmen want what's best for the country while an overwhelming majority of people think that they want to do what's best for themselves. The reason I bring up this part of the one of these graphs is that it couples with the next question they ask people. Support for a military takeover. Because obviously, based on that first thing we looked at, people think that people in government are bad mm-hmm. and people that are you know military or police, typically people with guns, I think we think that they're doing well for the country. Just the, Okay. Support for a military takeover. Is there any situation in which you can imagine yourself supporting the U.S. military taking over the powers of the federal government? Uh, I'm just going to say this before I even look at the charts. Sure, Joe, yeah. I don't want to play that game. No, no, you don't want to play that game. I don't want to play that game in any sense. Absolutely not. Okay, but go ahead. Uh, Of the people polled, 29% total, 29%, that's 30%, almost a third of the country, third of the people polled, think that it'd be okay for the military to take over in some situation. That's a crazy, crazy number, especially in a country like this that, Mm -hmm. that fights against, you know, tyranny, supposedly, even though... We have corporate tyranny all over the place. But 29% think that the, the military should take over. 41% said no. I guess the other uh, whatever. Well, I decided. Yeah, they don't get it. They're like, <laughs> we can't figure it out. We're stupid. 20% of Democrats say yes, which is way too high, I think, for Democrats. 51% said no. So at least a major- you know, more than half are like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Twenty-nine percent of independents, which is exactly even with the uh, nat, you know the average total. Listen to this: M- the majority of Republicans, forty-three percent, forty-three percent, think it'd be okay for the military to take over if uh, you know the the federal government was abusing the Constitution or something like that. Only thirty-two percent said no. Forty-three percent of Republicans, go figure that one out. I can't. It doesn't make any sense. The fact that they would, first of all, put that type of trust in the military. It just shows you that the rhetoric on the right works really well. Even though, look, Democrats, 20%, that doesn't make any sense either. Uh, The rhetoric on the right works where they're saying this tyrannical government, the Ted Cruz talk, the Huckabee talk, Mm -hmm. war on Christians. They're going, you know, all this stuff. It feeds into a mindset of like, well, you know what? We love the military. We're gonna make sure. We're gonna let them take over. Do you really think in a circumstance? Wait. Do you really think in a circumstance where the military takes over, they're gonna be receptive to the citizenry? They're gonna to in any circumstance where the military takes over a country, it is a tyrannical leadership and a tyrannical rule. These are also the same people that think that they need to be armed in case the government comes after them and tries to take their weapon. Like. It's just a mishmash of ideas, and there are 43% of them support a military coup. It's just insane. It's insane. Yeah, see, <laughs> my question with that is, or maybe maybe it's this. Maybe the Republicans were at 43% because they know the military, you, you're given an order and you follow it. So maybe that's what they want. They just want to be able to yeah. follow the who rules. Do they think, okay, who do, they, who do they think controls the military? The president does. It's civilian control of the military. 
Oh, but they're saying a coup, right? Yeah, so the military. Yeah, okay. So you want uh, you want the CENTCOM people that are like fabricating, you know, their reports to make themselves look better. You want them running the country. You think they're going to listen to you because they have the country's best wishes at hand? It's this fairy tale, I think, that we mythologize the military. We mythologize the idea of being at war and all this stuff. It's a fantasy to think that if the military took over the country in some kind of coup scenario, that they would be uh, what reasonable to the to, to people that they would t- let people vote. Like, how do they think that that's going to play out in some kind of uh, positive scenario for people? It's not going to work. That never it never works. It's crazy that we're even having this conversation. That this is the amount of people that actually think that it, it's a good idea to let the military take over. Uh, in some kind of circumstance, what circumstance? Nine uh, eleven happens again. Oh, we should let the military. T- like, what? What would facilitate this? T- you know, I wish there was more. You can get more in depth about this to ask people, but it's just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I think on this one it was just one poll they threw out there to have people respond to it, and uh, you found it. Maybe I mean, YouGov's like a legitimate, uh, you know, polling place. Some people brought up the point of like look on the internet these polls can be skewed because they're select you can go and choose to answer a poll so there's probably a certain bias as to why you'd want to answer that question to begin with Mm. YouGov gave a whole response i didn't bring it but like they explained why their methodology is different and blah 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 you know you're right it could be skewed but it just it's still, it's a little alarming to see that a, a huge amount of people, that 30% of the people in the country think, yeah, military takeover might be a good idea one day. It's scary. And that's the, that's the living in fear thing. That's the, yeah. you know, the, oh, the threat of terrorism. Okay. Relax. You have way less chance of getting killed by a terrorist attack than you do by lightning. You, you're more likely to win the lottery than to be killed by a terrorist attack. It just doesn't happen in this country. One time, Obama's fault. No. <laughs> On Bush. Okay. Enough with that? Yes. It's an interesting one. I have a clip of Barack Obama, the president of the United States. This is something that he's often, I think, criticized for, and people on the left are often criticized for um, being politically correct, right? That's like a a liberal idea. I think it's a – I think there's political correctness on the right. I think we just pretend that it's not being politically correct. You can't uh, talk bad about Jesus in front of religious people. You can't uh, make jokes about abortion, right? You. Like there's political yes, correctness so on both yes. sides of the aisle, but but typically it's associated with a liberal thing. And I think particularly against colleges, people that are in college, liberal college students. At a town hall in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, on college affordability, Barack Obama was asked to respond to Ben Carson's proposal to cut off funding to colleges that demonstrate a political bias, which is stupid. To begin with, Obama gives a response on that. Mm-hmm. And then he get ta- says something that I think people might be surprised to hear him say about uh, liberal college students and how he thinks college should actually work and, you know, the idea there. So let's just play this clip. I got to queue it up and then we can uh, discuss it or not. Hold on. Uno momento. Okay. I didn't take this into account. Maybe I should see this person's perspective. So that's what college in part, is all about. The idea that you'd have somebody in government making a decision about what you should think ahead of time or what you should be taught, and if it's not the right thought or idea or perspective or philosophy, 
that that person would be, that they wouldn't get funding runs contrary to everything we believe about education. Um, right, which obviously yes. that's why you don't, okay, cl- clearly. I mean, I guess that might work in, in the Soviet Union. I hate that. That's, that's, that's like real politician stuff where it seems like off the cuff, but he's going to make it seem like Ben Carson's some kind of communist. I, I don't. That shit's annoying to me. I just, just think rhetoric. he wanted to take a jab at Russia. He, he, well, no, it's not a jab at Russia. It's a jab at Ben Carson. Because Russia's like the go-to, like, oh, you, you know, they're communists. They're terrible. They do every, you know, the gulag. Like, that was just a shot at Carson, which, fine. But it's very, like, poli- it's very political, mm-hmm. you know, bullshit. All right. Now he gets into the, the part I wanted to talk about. But it doesn't work here. Here. Where's That's Obama from? Are. He might be from Kenya. He's got this weird accent that he's just, like, putting on. Wouldn't it be funny if one day he just let it slip and it's, like, this really thick, like, African accent? <laughs> Trump's, been, Trump's been right. If that happened, Trump would be elected president tomorrow. If Obama yeah. just slipped that in a recording of him, be like, oh, my God. He's not. He's from Nairobi. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's not what we're about. Now, one thing I, I do want to point out is it's not just sometimes folks who are mad that colleges are too liberal that have a problem. Sometimes, you know, there are folks on college campuses who are liberal and maybe even agree with me on a bunch of issues who sometimes aren't listening to the other side. And that's a problem, too. I was just talking to to a friend of mine about this. You know, I've I've heard some college campuses where they don't want to have a guest speaker who you know, is too conservative. Or they don't want to read a book if it has language that is offensive to African Americans or somehow sends a a demeaning signal towards women. And, you know, I got to tell you, I I don't agree with that either. You know, I, I don't agree that you, when you become students at colleges, have to be coddled and protected from different points of view. Right. Of course not. That's the whole idea. You, you go to college, it's like a, an environment where it's not a real environment, it's like this protected kind of space where then you can have all you know different arguments, bounce mm-hmm. ideas off of people. I like you know, arguing. I don't like being mad at people, but I like having an, ar- an argument or a conversation, a discussion with people I don't agree with. I could do it for hours. It's, it's enjoyable. That's something I think that's lacking maybe in the generation below us or whatever, where they're not, you're very sensitive. I only want to talk to people that, mm-hmm. you know, agree with me and that that's uh, not a good situation. I don't think. See, I like talking to people with different experiences. Of course. So that way I have something to gauge it by. Right. Well, that's... Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's an idea like uh, Ramdas puts out or whatever. It's like a Hindu or Buddhist idea where, you know, e- each person individually is like a finger on the same hand. We're all experiencing the world, you know, quote, separately, but mm-hmm. we're all of, you know, we're all in it together. We're all one thing. We're all sort of in the fiber of the universe. So it's like, yeah, everybody else's experience is not something that you can experience because you're not you know in their shoes. shoes but if you share those ideas then it is like you're experiencing the entire world together that that's of course it's so valuable to get yes. other people's experience because you can't you can't be born in chicago i wasn't born in hawaii you know but it's like there are people from there and they have different yes. you know situations right of course you know it, it, i i think that you should be able to 
You know, you you should invite anybody. Oh my God, the president's having a stroke. (laughs) Anybody who comes to speak to you and you disagree with, you should have an argument with them. Yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't silence them by saying you can't come because, you know, my I'm too sensitive to hear what you have to say. Um, that's not that's not the way we learn either. Okay, very good. So anyway, I I bring that because I feel like, you know, probably people on the right would criticize Obama for being like super politically correct and like this lefty, but like I, I don't think so. I think Obama's pretty middle of the road, and that's a obviously he, he he's probably not too sensitive a guy. He's willing to sit down. He strikes me as the type of guy that'll sit there for fifteen hours to talk to you. Yes. Here's my question for you. What do you think was the political bias that uh, Ben Carson was talking about? You know what it is. It's like teaching people liberal ideas, socialism, uh, you know, they like the gays. It's all the same shit that they're always complaining about. I'm sure he looks at college as like a very liberal thing where like they're getting high and they're talking about, you know, Karl Marx. Like it's just the same. And look, colleges, I think by nature, I think the the natural – let me think about the way to put it. Colleges at their heart, if you're if if they're what Obama's talking about, if they're mm-hmm. that way, are going to be lib- probably more liberal because those are liberal principles, like the idea of free, you know, being really free to have any kind of conversation, art, culture, you know, all that stuff mixed together. Those are those are more associated with liberal ideology as opposed to conservative ideology, just naturally. Because if you're conservative, you're not going to talk about a lot of stuff. You're conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that the colleges are naturally more liberal. Plus, I think people that are educated in that system then go back into that system and it sort of feeds upon itself and it okay. becomes much more liberal over time. I think we're at a breaking point where I'll, even a lot of comics talk about it, where they don't even want to do college shows because it's, you, you can't say a word. A word becomes a buzzword and then you can't even finish your joke, even if the point is the opposite of the word you're bringing up. Like if you're talking about gay or black, mm-hmm. whatever it is, uh, you, you say it. And then the crowd's like, <gasps> you you know, it's the words that turn them off. They're not open to the ideas, which I think is what Obama's uh, trying okay. to touch on there. Um, all right. I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's interesting. We're about uh, half hour in. L- let me just see what we have here. Oh, yeah. We got this whole Ahmed Muhammad thing. All right. We might have to. Well, we'll figure it out. Okay. This is just a quick update about something we talked about last week. The ISIS uh, intel by CENTCOM being mm-hmm. altered. The DailyBeast.com had an exclusive... Um, article about this that I read the other day. CENTCOM demanded significant, and this is what they were altering. Right? Okay. CENTCOM demanded significant alterations to analyst reports that questioned the efficacy of U.S. airstrikes against ISIS's ability to launch their own attacks and whether they did damage uh, to ISIS's finances. Reports that showed uh, airstrikes did weaken ISIS received comparatively little scrutiny. So if a report said that the U.S. airstrikes against ISIS mm-hmm. didn't hurt their ability of ISIS to launch more attacks or hurt their finances. They were uh, they were provi- ordered to provide more footnotes and details to support the assessments that challenged how well the airstrikes worked. If the report said no, they worked fine. ISIS is now diminished and they can't. You know their finances are hurt. They had comparatively very few notes on them. Also, it said. They were urged to state the killings of particular ISIS leaders and key officials would lead to the group's eventual demise, an idea that analysts just 
basically universally didn't agree with. They didn't think that, that was the case. They were like, if you, if you kill the head, there's always somebody else to, to jump into their place. It's not that type of organization where if you kill the head, the body dies. It's just not how it is. Hmm. So that's great. I mean, the, essentially the thing that we're doing to combat ISIS, which is the airstrikes, yes. that's the information that was being manipulated, and that's they were like – they're fucking with the analysts and telling them, no, 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 you have to give us more footnotes. Why is this the case? You know, really going after those people. If you agreed, they're like, great, thanks. Thanks for that information. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's not good. I mean, it's a horrible uh, situation. That's probably all we have to talk about on there. I just wanted to bring that yeah. up because it kind of like brings it into uh, more of a focus. We've talked about it. I think I've said it on the show. I'm not really for putting troops on the ground to to combat ISIS, but if you were going to, I think you put 100,000 troops there and you really just take them out, that's how it's going to work. The, the reason why the airstrikes aren't working is because that's never that usually doesn't work. Well, what are you going to do? You don't even know where they are. You end up killing a lot more civilians. People You're blowing up the side. wrong thing. Yeah, you need to actually be on the ground. That's the problem with starting any kind of conflict in the Middle East. There's plenty of places for them to hide it's too there's too many people on too many different sides to really differentiate who you're going after it, it's a mess excuse me so you'd really have to have troops there it's not going to happen but clearly the analysts are getting it right they're saying the airstrikes aren't really working they're not doing any damage yeah. they're doing damage but they're not significantly putting isis in a position where they're going to disappear it's just not happening right now That's it. All right. I was just waiting for for you to say something. Didn't know. Um, This is something I wanted to get to. (sighs) Sorry, guys. I'm just like looking at the clock and I'm trying to like manage what we're going to do in my head. We'll we'll, we'll crop some stuff off the end. We're probably not going to get to a ton of the uh, TV shows, but I do want to get to a few of them. Unarmed black teen arrested for jaywalking. Now, this guy, Evan Avendano, I guess, uh, is the guy that decided to film it. Okay. Because he was there watching it. This is around a bus stop in Stockton, California. The kid, whose name we don't have, mm-hmm. was trying to get to the bus. So I guess he crossed the street, jaywalked, fine. Cop was telling him to stop. He didn't stop because he was trying to get on the bus. This is what caused the whole situation to happen. Mm-hmm. This guy, Evan Avendano, posted on Facebook, here's the info of what happened. The kid got stopped for, quote, jaywalking. When he barely stepped out of the bus, he was two feet away from the sidewalk when the cop stopped him for jaywalking. The cop was telling him to take a seat, but the teen kept walking to his bus, but the cop kept grabbing his arm, and the kid took off the cop's hand, so the cop took it. This is very poorly written. I apologize. So the cop took out his baton, and that's when I started recording because everything happened too quick. He didn't have to hit the kid with the baton, and no need to call about 20 cops. As you can see, his body cam is on the floor, shaking my head, which it is. You see him pick up the body cam at one point in the video. Let's just watch the video. Um, I'd encourage you guys to check it out also. You can just look it up. It's Stockton, California, unarmed black teen arrested for jaywalking. I'm sure it'll come up somewhere. This was also on Vice and The Guardian. That's where I saw it. I just want to watch the video because you see it escalate again in an unnecessary way. There's people upset watching it. There's a 16-year-old kid jaywalking who's just trying to catch his bus. He's just trying to get on the bus. Exactly. So let's just watch this video and then uh, we can move on from this. But I just wanted to put this out there because it's another one where you watch it and you're like, this didn't fucking have to happen whatsoever. And good on the guy, Evan, for filming it. Um, He did a good job. He didn't zoom in or anything. Okay. Right now, this guy's standing, the guy that's filming it, Evan, is standing maybe, what, 15 feet away. 
there's a cop the the kid the kid that's uh, the black kid that's accused of jay, jay accused of jaywalking is sitting on like a flower you know planter or mm-hmm. whatever just sitting there and the cop is like shoving him with the baton the kid's got his knees up in his chest and there's people standing around watching it because obviously this is kind of a spectacle and there's a woman off camera obviously screaming throughout the entire thing which she probably didn't have to do but you know she's upset watching yeah because it. it's ridiculous all right get off of him oh. a stop resisting get off oh, the cop's yelling stop resisting resist why how is he why resisting? are you arresting <laughs> him it just doesn't make any sense he j- was jaywalking Stop resisting! You get out! Can you get off of him? Now they're both struggling over the cop's baton. Obviously, the kid doesn't want to get hit with the baton. The cop probably wants to hit him with the baton. It's a kid! Oh! Now the cop shook it out of the kid's hand. This is definitely worth watching. The cop shook it out of the kid's hands with two quick, like, movements and, uh, what? Caught him in the jaw with the baton, yeah. right? Now the kid is holding his face and he's upset. Cops yelling at him to get on the ground. The kid is crying. Now the cop picks up his body camera, which is supposed to be wearing, obviously, and on, but it's not. They put it back on. All right, he keeps telling the kid to turn around. Meanwhile, the kid is sitting there very, very uh, upset, just crying, not moving. There's people, there's a bunch of people watching. It's not necessary at all to make this kid turn around to put what handcuffs on him and then all of a sudden eight more cops are gonna come yeah turn around turn around yeah i mean this woman's obviously upset she should be it's ridiculous oh you hear the cop more yeah, cop you hear cars cops coming. coming well look this kid's obviously a problem was he drinking any orange juice what does that what does that mean? What is that a reference to? D- don't be a menace with drinking oh, okay. the stuff central John Juice thing. I don't remember the whole title. Now now four or five. Now they pit now they just grab him off the flower but where he's sitting calmly. He's not is doing it, anything. Is this they grab this him actually and they're about to flip him onto the ground roughly and then handcuff him because, you know, he jaywalked. He's clearly being, well, yeah, I mean, he jaywalking is obviously a huge scourge to society and then he's being obviously a clear problem so they have to, you know, they got to subdue this kid before he does anything reckless. Look at this shit. Why? Why would you need five grown men to throw this kid to the ground? For what purpose? All right. I mean, that, that's basically it. Now the cops all stand around. Like four more cops show up. There's nine cops in the picture. Five of them are holding the kid down, handcuffing him. Then they just pick him up and they take him off to wherever jail. He's crying, uh, you know. And then the woman just yells at the end, like, "Call his fucking mom! Like, don't arrest him!" Right. He's just trying to get on the bus. Yeah. And then they go. I read a quote about it. One of the cops was like, "Look, if he just showed respect, fuck you. Respect is not." disrespect is not a crime we keep talking about it all the time you can say what you want i mean obviously if you're gonna like curse at a cop or like do something disrespectful you probably know that you're gonna provoke them into doing something but it's not illegal to do that i have a quote can i read the quote about what uh about what one of the uh cops said 
Oh, really? You did a little extra yeah, research? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. God, God. These things wouldn't happen if more people followed officers' lawful instructions. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That sounds like a great title, doesn't it? Lawful instructions? Maybe. It's a possible possible title. We'll discuss that after the program. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. that that. Look, li- say this. At least the kid's not dead. Because um, God knows it could have gone a lot of different ways. But that didn't have to go down at all. There's no reason that that needs to happen. And it's just another incident where cops are, you know, pa- what? Power? Hung- like, what is it? What's the problem? They, they feel disrespected. So they flip out and create a situation that doesn't need to be the case. If the kid's disrespecting you, you know what you do? You go, you either let it, just let him go. It is what it is. Let him get on the bus. Or you catch up to him. You're like, come on, man. I, you, I just didn't want you stepping out the street. It's dangerous. You, you, can you just acknowledge that and then go get your bus? Like, be a fucking human being. Be a reasonable person. But they can't. They find no way to do that somehow. I think this is a video that we would have benefited greatly if we saw the whole interaction from him getting off the bus and seeing if there was anything else that happened. Because all we see is the cop, you know, throwing the kid. Of course, but you're right. But at least, the, but you know that the kid didn't hit the cop. No. So as long as the kid didn't do anything violent towards the cop, I'm, I don't, look, I'm not a disrespectful person in general. I, I just don't go out of my way to be disrespectful to people or get into, all, you know, arguments like in that type of way with anyone. But some people do, and I that's fine. Like, do what you – that's okay. As long as you're not being violent towards the cop, you can be like, fuck off, whatever. The cop is – you know that what you're doing, the jaywalking thing, is not really a problem. You should probably just be like, what? I'm sorry. But, but we've seen over and over again, if you're a, a black kid especially – that might not go – it's not going to It's going to go south. Yeah, it's not going to end in a way where the cop's like, all right, get out of here, you scamp, and he like gives him a little pat on the head. It's not going to happen. It's going to end up where you're getting tackled or – and that's why there's this fear of the police, and that's why maybe people are disrespectful of them and don't want to listen to their orders because you never know where it's going to go, especially if you're black in America. That's the issue, and you just saw it again. Yeah. That's the issue because people comment on the video. They're like, how about trying to just listen to the cop? Yeah, okay. You're right. Yes. Perfect scenario. Yeah. He would have just listened to the cop. And in a perfect scenario, the cop would have been like, don't do that anymore. Get yeah. out of here. But that's not what's going to happen. And that's not what happened. So it is what it is. We can't live in a uh, this like, again, a fairy tale world. That's the reality that usually takes place. The kid might be a little disrespectful and the cop is going to get pissed about it and, and treat him not like a person anymore you want to know what i want to know sure joey why when there's one cop there the kid is sitting there crying and the four other cops approach and instinctively all grab the kid and throw him down oh of course why why not one of them come over and be like back, back off yeah, a second. Well, let's go to the kid be like on. listen buddy like calm down like it's okay right yeah there's no reason to handcuff that kid anyway be like listen we have to take we have to take you in at this point or whatever it is you know like but talk to him like a human being be like listen we're gonna get on the phone we'll talk to your family like it's gonna be okay you know you you you're the again you're the ones that have escalated the situation it's your job to de-escalate the situation not not escalated and then be like see because he's doing this that yeah he's doing that because you fucking riled him up obviously and you hit him in the face yeah you fucking hit him in the face with a nightstick i i don't know that shit it's just blatant it doesn't make any sense to me got any other thoughts on that not on that all right um jesus joey you know what i gotta be honest i don't know if we're even gonna get to the fall tv preview okay we'll see we'll see what we can do 
I want to get into this Ahmed Muhammad thing, the uh, the clock kid. Yeah, I, w- sh- I want to see the clock. Yeah, I'm going to show you the clock in a second. I just want to give a little background on it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, guess this was last week that this happened. And again, I didn't really see any reason to talk about it until I watched uh, Real Time with Bill Maher and I saw a picture of the clock. I was just assuming that Texas Muslim, of course, they thought it was a yeah, bomb. It was going to be an incident. Uh, mm, I got to say, I kind of think that this fucking clock looks like a bomb, if I'm being honest. I want to play. Do you want to see the clock first? I want and then to. We'll see. get into the whole thing. All right. Uh, no, no, play it. Play it. No, 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 no. There's okay. a couple of different things. So I'll show you the clock. Guys, if you want to see the clock, obviously you can look it up or you can go to youtube.com slash mandatory Samson. You can watch the full episodes and see what we're, we're dealing with here. Uh, that's the clock, Joey. All right. If you, sh- I shit you not, right now that looks like a suitcase to me. It is a suitcase. It looks like a Russian suitcase bomb. It looks like a suitcase bomb. Yes. It is exactly what you see in movies and TV that looks like a fucking bomb. There's also something I'm going to get into a little bit later that has to do with Richard Dawkins and this whole thing. But okay. So you're looking at it. You're I'm agreeing. At it. That doesn't look like a clock. No, but it's not plugged in. Maybe if it was plugged in and yeah, well, it doesn't matter. There's a, yeah, but not, okay, but I can understand. I'm gonna. This is what I, how I want to preface this yes. entire conversation we're about to have. I totally understand why somebody at a Texas school would look at that. At least one of the teachers would look at it and go, "Hmm, maybe that's a bomb." I get why they'd call the cops. Totally, I understand it. I'm going to say this. I do not understand why the kid would get arrested because it is not actually a bomb. So when you're the cops and you show up and you look at it, it's not a bomb. So the kid should not have been arrested. So I'm saying, yes, the cops should have been called because it does look suspicious. Mm -hmm. No, the kid should not have been arrested because it is not a bomb. Okay. Okay. That's how I feel about it. End of discussion. We're going to get into a lot of other details and things like that. But that's where I stand on it. Okay. No, he shouldn't have been arrested, obviously. Yeah, that does look like a bomb. This is P- Irving Police Chief Larry Boyd talking about the arrest, and then we're going to get into the Bill Maher clip, and we can stop it and okay. do some other stuff there. Earlier this week, school resource officers at MacArthur High School were notified by the Irving ISD officials about a student. This guy couldn't sound more Texas if he fucking tried. <laughs> a student. In possession of a suspicious device. You've been provided with pictures of the device and it, that it shows that it certainly was suspicious in nature. Which I'm not going to dispute that. No. When you say clock, oh, a Muslim kid in Texas built a homemade clock and he got arrested because they thought it was a bomb. You're picturing like a clock that sits on your, your, your end table yes. that you set an alarm on. Like it looks like, come on, man. That's being super disingenuous. And I have a clip uh, later, these two girls made a video called Combat Islamophobia, mm-hmm. like three ways to do it. And they say some stuff where I'm like, you're being disingenuous. The student showed the device to a teacher who was concerned that it was possibly the infrastructure for a bomb. Uh, school resource officers questioned the student about his intentions and the reason why he brought the device to the school. The student would only say that it was a clock and was not forthcoming at that time about any other details. Okay, which meanwhile... Where he's scared at this point. He's scared, but if you're scared, usually you're like, you give up the farm, right? Like, if they're like, is this a bomb? No, it's not a bomb. It's a clock. I can show you. You know what I mean? How's he going to give up the farm? It's not a bomb. 
But so. that's what I'm saying. But he wasn't forthcoming. They were oh, asking about it, and he really yeah. didn't talk about it too much, which is obviously that's an issue as well. Other information to go on and taking into consideration the device's suspicious appearance and the safety of the students and the staff at MacArthur High School. The student was taken into custody for. Okay, see that's where the, see this is where it derails because it's like to keep everybody safe. It's not a bomb, like. Yes. So it's not a bomb. <laughs> you you should be there to check it out, and you go, nah, there's a clock, and then you fucking leave. What are you arresting yes. the kid for? All right, let, let's just finish up with this, and then we'll we'll get to the Bill Maher stuff. Now, again, the Bill Maher clip is like seven minutes. I don't know if we have to watch the whole thing, but there's like certain elements of it that I think okay. are worth uh, discussing. Possession of a hoax bomb. Under Texas law, a person is guilty of possessing a hoax bomb. If he possesses a device that is intended to cause anyone to be alarmed or a reaction of any type by law enforcement officers. All right. Which was not his goal. Well, we don't know that. That's the thing. I mean, no, probably not. It's probably not his his goal. However, well, whatever. We'll get into that a little bit later. Okay. I'm not saying I necessarily agree with the thing we're going to bring up later, but there is some speculation of people that are like, it seemed like he was doing this for attention, uh, a different effect than, you know, what he's claiming, just making this. That's crazy, by the way, in Texas. <laughs> this whole ho- like, why do they even have? Oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. They have they have laws about hoax bombs, and this could uh, fit the description. Following the standard procedures that we have, the student was handcuffed for his safety and for the safety of the officers, uh-huh. and was transported. Yeah, because the the like forty pound uh, Muslim kid with the NASA T shirt was gonna like harm. Come on, uh, that's where it gets crazy. I mean, okay. that's where no, it's no, ridiculous. No, 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 wait, wait. Uh, as with everything, it, this you know there was precedence. So in previous you know Hawks bomb cases, I guess it wasn't a child, and they thought that okay, the individual well, should be detained. But that's what I'm saying. But in this case, it happened to be a child, right? But the cops should be. This is what I'm saying. They should be able to on the fly be like, okay, well, this is like a fucking child here. That's not gonna. He's like a scrawny little kid. Yes. You know who builds shit. It's not you know he's not like a football player. We don't have to watch the rest of that. You get the idea. Okay. He explains the situation. Let's get to. By the way, Ahmed Mohammed has withdrawn from MacArthur High School. He's leaving, but he's going to have plenty of opportunity to go to, to different places. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Okay, this is the real time of Bill Maher clip I want to talk about. We can tap out whenever we want because I have some other stuff that we can uh, play a little bit later. And I really do, Joey, want to get to the, uh, the fall TV preview. Okay. Ask another question uh, that's similar but not about the same ethnic group mm-hmm. uh there was a big story this week about a 14 year old muslim american teenager in texas bill maher is sitting there talking to mark cuban mm-hmm. george pataki a presidential candidate uh, former governor of new york hardball chris matthews host chris matthews and jorge ramos the uh univision journalist who got thrown out of the donald trump press so this was a very nice uh, that's an interesting panel it's an interesting panel yeah it's good i i'm gonna say this i like uh i like bill maher okay I don't always agree with them, but I would like to uh, take over real time with Bill Maher one day. Wouldn't we all? Yeah, but you're not going to get to do it. Who uh, built a clock. He's a science kid, and that's great. Can we show the clock? Okay. And the people at the school thought it might be a bomb, perhaps because it looks exactly like a fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't I really didn't look at the clock until he said that. And I was like, son of a bitch, that's the clock? Look at that. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I wanted to see the clock first. I haven't seen the clock. A lot of people haven't. It's hard to find it. Uh, you Google Ahmed Mohammed clock, be surprised how long it takes to find an actual picture of the clock. Why is that? Is that a little bit of media bias where it's like they want to put out this narrative of like Islamophobia is a real problem? Like, come on, man. Be fucking on. Look at that thing. You can't look at it and tell me it doesn't look suspicious. 
again once the cops look at it and go no it is a clock then leave the fucking kid alone i'm not saying this kid needs to be in jail or something but come on all right let's continue with this joey and I noticed, you know, you were at the debate, uh, the, uh, and Jake Tapper w- was asking you about ISIS and important questions Talking about terrorism, and he, and he cut, cut, he cut you off and said, excuse me, Governor, I have to talk about a 14-year-old who built a clock. <laughs> and they did. And look, this kid deserves an apology, no doubt about it. They were wrong. But could we have a little perspective about this? Did the teacher really do the wrong can thing? I, yeah, can I, let, let can me, I, can I, can I go ahead. I've talked to the kid. I also want to say this, Joey, just yes. to... Uh, I don't know why I'm going to say it, but Bill Maher's show tapes on Friday night live. We record on Thursday. So don't think that I'm like stealing Bill Maher's bits or anything like that just because I like Bill Maher. Bill Maher does a lot of the shit that we talk about on this program. I think he's watching and I think he's paying attention. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, go ahead. in Dallas and I've talked to the people in the school district. The kid is a super smart kid, science geek. Mark Cuban. We talked about science. But while I'm talking to him on the phone, as I asked him the question, tell me what happened, because I'm curious, right? His sister, over, the, over his shoulder, you could hear, listening to the question, giving him the answer. So I don't know all the details of what happened, but what I do know, when I talked to him about science, when I talked to him about magnets, when I talked to him about creating things, he was very, very engaged. He's, great. He's a great kid. He's a no, great kid. No one's doubting that. What we're at, I'm just asking about perspective. First of all, the teacher, did she do... She, I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, no, but that part two to all this. So I talked to, this is once removed, right? So I talked to people in Irving, Texas that worked with people in MacArthur, the school. And I said, what happened? What did you hear? This is, again, secondhand. He said, the kid, Ahmed, took the clock, put it in the first class. Teacher said, great, looks great, looks great. Kid picks it up, takes it to the second class. Teacher said, okay, whatever, it's great, it's great. Ahmed didn't really comment on from what I heard. Takes it to the third class. Same thing. Then he got to a point, again, secondhand, where one of the teachers, an English teacher apparently, said, look, you got to put it in your backpack because it's going to make some people nervous and it's making me nervous. And again, secondhand, he, didn't, he wasn't responsive to it okay. at all. Now, okay, th- that all seems reasonable to me where it's like he gets through most of the day and then one of the teachers is like, dude, this is... Yeah, he's on. a young kid. He, he built something. He wants to show it off. Makes sense. Right, but at, at a certain point, somebody's going to look at it and be like, this looks... It, looks it doesn't suspicious. look like a clock, but like you should really put that away. And yeah. the kids being doesn't put it away. Okay, well, he should have. He should have. There. I mean, this is a situation where it's. I, I know maybe I'm like. It sounds like I'm contradicting myself. Where it's like, listen to authority. But like, all right, if you're in school and like a teacher that you know tells you like, looks a little weird, man. Maybe you should put it away. You should probably be engaging with that person and be like, okay, I, I hear mm-hmm. you. So, we, so it took six classes right. before anything happened. But this okay. wouldn't have happened if if he. If he wasn't Muslim. No, so, I don't, I don't, okay. See now that okay. So now Jorge Ramos brings up the point: this wouldn't happen unless uh, if he wasn't Muslim. I totally fucking disagree. I, that, I that, disagree. You well. think of a Russian? Like you brought it up. It looks <laughs> like a Russian suit. If a Russian kid showed up with that bomb, <laughs> they wouldn't be like, "Uh oh, Vladimir's uh, here." Yeah, Vladimir's to, up yeah. to something. Cold War is still alive and well, and Vladimir's head. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I disagree with. We have policies. Okay. Zero the whole controversy is precisely because of the color of his skin. See, I don't because think of so. his It's religion. not the color of his skin. Said. Yes, of course. It's not the color of his skin. And his religion. Excuse me. Somebody look me in the eye right here and tell me, over the last 30 years, if so many Muslim, young Muslim men, and he's young, 14, mm-hmm. but that's not, not like never happened before, right? hasn't blown a lot of shit up around the world. And if, if uh, and this what, guy, what, this yeah. kid, did- yeah, nothing. Just- I mean, look, he is made. 
he, this is what I'll say about Bill Maher. He's going to try to make that comparison a lot. Not comparison a lot, but he, he, I think he probably goes harder at Islam or more so than he'll go at, although he goes pretty hard at like all religions. Yeah. But I think he's trying to do that to, to create a conversation where we can be honest about the fact that, and we've talked about it on this show, yes. where it's probably right now at this point in history, Islam and people of, you know, Muslim faith in the Middle East are the ones that are creating, causing the most violence based on religion. Violence. Yes. Not that like Kim Davis, she's an annoyance, but she is not physically harming someone, which that takes it over the line to me. And clearly that has been the dominant religion dealing with violence at this point in history, Mm -hmm. period. And I think that's why Bill Maher tries to bring this up because he's an, you know, he's an atheist. Yes. Fine. Uh, that's why he brings it up and that's why he says stuff like that. I think to make a larger point, which he's about to make. Deserves an apology because he wasn't one of them. But let me read what somebody said on the Daily Beast. Dean Obadiah said, uh, why would a homemade clock get him arrested, you may ask? Exactly. I just answered that question. <laughs> right, because it looks like a bomb. Yes. That's the thing. It's not a homemade clock. It looks like a fucking homemade suitcase. Meanwhile, like I said right at the beginning, should not have been arrested, but definitely the cops could have been called. I don't understand. Yeah, someone should have been called that would have the expertise to uh, figure out what the hell it is. Of course, right. Because for the last 30 years, it's been one culture that has been blowing shit up over and over again. I could spend the rest of this year old. I could spend. Well, excuse me, but lots of teenagers around the world have go to join ISIS. Just a couple in Mississippi a few weeks ago were doing it. And every time. Somebody goes to join ISIS. Everybody around there says, "I can't believe it. We didn't see it coming. We but didn't." We know. cannot blame young Muslims around the world. No, for what but no. But all he had to do was engage with the teacher, and he didn't. That's the part that was missing. It's not. I agree with you, right? We're making an issue because if it walks like a duck, walks like a duck, he's responsible for not him. He was wrong. He got arrested, but he didn't. All he had to do was talk to the teacher, but he didn't. Okay, so that's what he. Wait, let me let me let me read the rest of what this person said. He said. Uh, he's talking about the fact that he was from Irving, Texas. He said, Irving is only 25 minutes from Garland where the Draw the Prophet Muhammad contest, remember that a few Mm -hmm. months ago? Was attacked, as it was, by ISIS-sympathizing gunmen in May. The message is clear. If you are a Muslim, anything you might, might might, anything you do might be a plot to destroy America. No, the message is you can see why they would err on the side of caution. Absolutely. Because only 25 miles away, somebody did try to kill people. I can't. Uh, thoughts on that? I mean, I, I, th- to me, that seems like a... Th- right, of course. It, maybe it's not... I was going to say, maybe it's not right, but it is right. I mean, it, again, this kid's... You know, it, it seemed like he had something there that might have been a problem. And I, and I don't think it is ex- specifically because he's Muslim. Maybe you can't take that out of the equation, so you can't say no, it had nothing to do with it. Maybe it did, but it's not unreasonable. My point is it's not unreasonable in this case because that looked like a fucking problem. It did. I The way I look at it, I don't even see uh, what faith has anything to do with it at the moment. Oh, please. No, really? honestly, honestly, I don't. Well, what I see was a kid. If somebody, brought, if some white dude showed up at an abortion clinic with that, you'd be like, he's probably some kind of crazy evangelical Christian here to blow up the abortion clinic. 
You know, you would. I, I, I would say it's it's someone who shouldn't have that at the abortion okay. clinic. Okay, all right. That's and fine. this is a child that maybe should have not had this at school. Yeah, I think it's okay to have it at school, but he should. It should have been like, hey, this is a. Cl- I don't know. There, there's different ways to go about it. I'm not going to blame the kid. You know, f- maybe he could have gone a different way. But again, he's 14. He's probably excited about it. Again, I don't think it's totally unreasonable. Let's just finish up this conversation mm-hmm. and then we'll uh, move on to the rest of this. I believe I agree with you, Bill. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is, I, 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 I actually, I actually agree. Well, and by the way, we have zero tolerance in school for things that are suspicious. And, you know, right. maybe that doesn't look like a bomb, but it doesn't look like a clock. And if I'm a right. teacher, See, I, I, I agree with that point. It doesn't, it doesn't look like a fucking clock. I mean, there's numbers on the front, but like. Well, it's not plugged in. So maybe if it was plugged in, it would look like a clock. Well, I, I, I don't run know. an extension cord through the entire school and Absolutely. In all day, he built the thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. And well, the, uh, so the teacher is supposed to see something that looks like a bomb and go, "Oh wait, this just might be my white privilege talking." Right. Right. <laughs> I sure don't want to be politically incorrect, so I'll just let it go. You know what the problem yeah, is in this country? Exactly. One of the problems we got is this willingness to take sides in a fight like this without knowing what the hell happened. And it, it is amazing. Everybody goes right to their battle stations. I'm with the minority. Yeah. The minority's right. Those teachers are wrong. How do you know? The, the pro- I wasn't there. You weren't there. The problem is... Good point, Chris Matthews. Great point. Shut up. All he does all day, <laughs> Chris Matthews' report on shit he's not there for. It. So what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> it's all cartoon. Everything's a fucking cartoon. No, the liberals can't... Oh, I'm glad because you said fucking. A 14-year-old was arrested but, but for doing a liberals science project. Cannot, no, 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 it wasn't a science project. Right, right. He the, should not have been arrested, but he should have opened his mouth and had right, a conversation exactly. about it. He, he was could ar- have said, "This is not a." Bomb. He was arrested, and and they took him off in cuffs, and then put him in a cage and burned him. Oh no, that's yeah. ISIS who does that. No, yeah, you know, they're, 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 you know. See now that okay, so he's. I mean, yes. that's kind of. That doesn't make sense. It's not really germane to the argument, but okay. But we, we arrested, we put a kid after school for a couple of hours. This is not the end of the world. But you know what? The end of the world does happen all over and the world for nice millions of Muslims who are the victims of other Muslims of their religion. Where are the liberals on this? You know what? There's a, there's a Saudi who is right now, he was arrested. His name is Ali Muhammad al-Nim, or in... M-N-I-M-R, I don't know how you pronounce that. He was arrested for an anti- being at an anti-government rally a few years ago. Today, he lost his final legal appeal to not be crucified. So they're going to crucify him. Jesus Christ. Crucify him and then behead him in case the crucifixion didn't work. Bill Moore actually has that backwards. The, the, not that it makes it better. They behead him first, then they display his body on a crucifix. Oh, okay. So he's dead around. Okay, but that, all right, Semantics. Saudi Arabia, the country that all the Republicans, you know, except for Rand Paul or most people don't go after the human rights abuses in Saudi Arabia. They're our trusted ally and they're yeah, fine. OK. Meanwhile, they're literally going to behead somebody just like ISIS and then display his body in the town square just like Game of Thrones. Like that's what's going, you know, like that's yeah. what's going on. I wanted to get to that part of the conversation and that's it. Just so that's out there. Uh, Richard Dawkins, who's uh, a noted atheist tweeted if this is true what was his motive whether or not he wanted the police to arrest him they shouldn't have done so with a link to a video titled Ahmed Mohammed clock is a fraud I watched the video this is the, if you want to watch it fine there's no mm-hmm. reason to play it basically it explains that all the components used to make the clock were just pieces of a commercial alarm clock pulled out and reassembled 
with a few unnecessary extra pieces added for effect. For example, the fact that it plugs in as opposed to using just a battery. Mm-hmm. It's plugged in like a 9-volt, whatever, so you have to plug it in. That he, the, the guy is alleging that the craftsmanship of the bomb was not even done the the bomb of the clock Mm -hmm. was not done with like a kit it was literally just taking pieces out of an already assembled clock putting them into the suitcase thing and then adding a few things potentially to make it look more like a bomb there's been some uh discussion about ahmed's dad whose name i forget but he's run for the presidency of sudan twice and he um you know, has had debates about the Quran and different uh-huh. things like this. So he's pretty religious and sort of a political guy. The suggestion being that this was sort of a setup, that this kid would go in with this thing and cause this problem so they could open a wider discussion. I don't necessarily... I really hope that no man would ever do that to his son. I don't know. I don't know if there's any way to, to prove that at all, but, you know, it, it is what it is. So I just wanted to put that out there as another part of the discussion. I had some Sarah Palin stuff and this other video. Let's just skip that. Okay. Let's... um. I think we're probably just going to have to get to the uh, the 2016 update. We're probably not going to have time to do the uh, the fall TV preview, unfortunately. We do it next week. Uh, yeah. Does it matter if the videos come out already? I mean, no. if the shows come out, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Well, then you know what? That's fine. Let's do that. Uh, we'll do that next week. 2016 presidential update. You ready? Yes. Uh, Scott Walker has dropped out of the race. I called that. Did you? Yes, I did. When did you call that? The last episode, I said the only one that really seemed to have lost was Scott. Oh, that's right. We did. You're absolutely right. This is uh, this is a clip of Scott Walker dropping out. This is his comment. I believe that I'm being called to lead by helping to clear the field in this race so that a positive conservative message can rise to the top of the field. With this in mind, I will suspend my campaign immediately. I encourage other Republican presidential candidates to consider doing the same so that the voters can focus on a limited number of candidates who can offer a positive, conservative alternative to the current frontrunner. Ooh, he's going after Trump. It's all right. Uh, It's really amazing that this guy is out. I mean, he was, you know, he was considered a real frontrunner, but he's a bore with a weird bald spot, and I don't like him. Mm -hmm. This is fundamentally important to the future of the party. Hard. And more importantly, to the future of our country. This is a difficult decision as so many wonderful people stepped up to support our campaign. Tonette and I are very thankful for the many outstanding volunteers and the excellent staff who helped us throughout the campaign. You all have been like family to us. And speaking of family, I want to personally thank my wife, Tonette, who is. Tonette's a terrible name. <laughs> it is. It's horrible. It's been a rock as well as our two amazing sons, Matt and Alex. I thank my parents and my brother David and his family and all of our other family and friends for their love and support. Most of all, I want to thank God. I want to thank God for his abundant grace. Win or lose, it has always been more than enough. Thank you. You know, I actually, when I heard that, I actually liked the way that sounded, like God's abundant grace, it's always been enough. That's, That's sweet. Bye, Scott Walker. Who do you think the next one to bite the dust is? I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. No speculation? No. We're just okay. going to leave it alone. Because it should be like Huckabee, but he just stays in forever. Like, <laughs> Who knows? We'll see what happens. The big one, again, if Bush dropped out, then I'd be dead wrong and it'd be a nightmare. But we'll, we'll that, see what happens. Bush is not going to drop out. Uh, no, he's in it. He's going to, because he's going to win. Trump fields a bizarre question <laughs> at a press conference. I think that this questioner 
I'm not saying definitely it could be a real person. For sure it could be a real person. You to think me, it sounds like a radio thing or, yeah, like a plant. There's a plant. Possibly. I mean, I'm not discounting the fact that anybody that would be at a Trump rally might actually ask this question and be serious. I'm just putting it out there. Let's just listen to this. I'm sure a lot of people have heard it, but let's just play it, and then uh, we can move on to the next thing. Some fun now, because instead of making a speech, which I've been doing over and over and over, I want to take questions. Don't we like that, right? Okay. Yeah, it's a plant. All right, let's no, wait, start wait, wait. with this group right over here. Come on. Okay, this man, I like this guy. I like Trump's reaction, by the way. I'll show you. Welcome, White Plains. Amen. Okay. We have a problem in this country. It's called Muslims. We know our current president is one. See, that guy has like a, a good voice, right? It's like a radio voice almost. Yeah. Okay. Right. You know he's not even an American. We need this first question. This man. First question. <laughs> I like Trump's reaction. He's like, can you believe this shit? But meanwhile, <laughs> he doesn't respond to it. All right. But anyway, we have training camps growing where they want to kill us. Mm-hmm. That's my question. When can we get rid of We're going to be looking at a lot of different things. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that, and a lot of people are saying that bad things are happening out there. We're going to be looking at that and plenty of other things. <laughs> Crazy response. Good answer. No, it's not a good answer. He should have been like, first of all, Obama's not Muslim. He should there have to defend cast. Obama. No, he you're right. He should not have to defend Obama. You're right. He'll never back down. He'll never apologize. It's very good. Uh, last clip I want to play. Then I just have some poll numbers, and uh, we can pretty much get out of here. Next week, I promise we'll do the okay. fall TV. I wanted to do it, but I just figured this was not going to happen. This I got gotcha. you. We, we just sadly didn't have the time, Joey. Uh, this is Ben Carson on Meet the Press. He's asked a question, and he answers in a, uh, a questionable way. We'll, we'll talk about it. President's faith matter. Should your faith matter to voters? Oh, well, I guess it depends on what that. Uh, no, the answer should be no. Okay faith is if if it's inconsistent uh with the values and principles of america then of course it should matter but uh if it fits within the realm of uh of america and consistent with the constitution Mm -hmm. uh, no problem so do you believe that uh islam is consistent with the constitution yes that's the answer (laughs) yes Yes. Uh, no, I don't. I do not. Oh, oh Ben. He fucking blew it. Ben. Here's the thing. You're he, number two, Ben. What are you doing? Even if you think that's true, that it's not consistent, say you do because there's not going to be a Muslim president. There's nobody even remotely close to running for, for president that's Muslim in in America. And I personally think as long as terrorism is a thing and like shit like this you know, happens in the world, the perception of uh, radical Islam – we're not going to elect it's just not going to happen we're not going to elect uh, bernie sanders he's jewish it's not going to happen i don't think you're going to elect a muslim president we're going to elect bernie we'll see but anyway you get my point though yes. it's like he didn't have to say anything he could have just shut up about it but no of course i let's I, just we, well i i think he's going for the ultra conservative yeah, of course but he vote. has them already this is he, the, he wants to really make sure he has they're, them. they're stupid they have those people already I, I would not advocate that we put a muslim in charge of this nation. Okay. <laughs> okay. P- pause it. For so a Ben Carson. Did, all right. So he's against it. At some point, uh-huh. this had to be his campaign had to think of this question. No, 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 no. You, you, well, you what do you mean? That he would get this question? Yes. At some point. Yeah, that's probably been his stock answer. I mean, like that's why they ask him, right? Because they go, they want to know what. Hey, what do you think right? about Muslim president? Like, I don't think we should have one. Okay, well then that's a bad answer. 
That's not going to. That's the problem with the Republican Party, and that's why they don't get elected anymore. It seems they're not going to be the president because they don't play well to a national audience. And I bet a lot of people would probably agree in private with him, right? There's probably a certain part portion of the population that's like, "Fuck no, can't get a Muslim in there. We're going to take over the world." Like this dumb ideology. That you're right. That is who he's trying to play to. But don't say that. On national TV? Yeah, it's insane. It's just the crazy news? thing to say. Because it's never going to happen. He should have said, look, I think it'd be fine. I just don't foresee that happening probably. You know, like then go into it from a different angle. But no, he just comes in. Eh, I bet you his poll numbers go I mean, up because of that. Maybe. We're going to get some poll numbers right now. You ready? Yes. Poll me. Uh, CNN ORC poll says Donald Trump uh-huh. is still the Republican presidential nomination frontrunner. 24% down from 32%. So Ooh. that's a pretty good drop. Carly, HP, Fiorina, how, how many points? 15% up from 3%. So Good that's a God. huge jump by Carly Fiorina after that last debate. Ben Carson pulls into the number three spot with 14% down from 19% support. So it's Trump, Fiorina, Carson. Only one of those people can actually do anything, and I think it's Fiorina probably. Uh, we'll see what happens. On the Democratic side, Hillary Clinton came out in opposition of the Keystone XL pipeline, which I think is good. At the same time that the Pope was arriving, right? And some people were claiming that that was uh, chosen for her to make the comment about the pipeline. Uh, I would assume that everything Hillary Clinton does is for that reason. Okay. Somebody thought about it, and that's why she's doing it. Oh, I also skipped. I don't know if we have time to read all of them. Yeah, let's just do it real quick. Trump is also mad at Fox News, like really mad, and he's got a lot of... Uh, it has got a lot of tweets. I'm having a really hard time watching Fox News. Rich Lowry is truly one of the dumbest of the talking heads. He doesn't have a clue. O'Reilly Factor is very negative to me in refusing to post the great polls that came out today, including NBC. Fox News, not good for me. Why don't you have some knowledgeable talking heads on your show for a change, O'Reilly, instead of the same old Trump haters? Boring. Do you ever notice that lightweight Megyn Kelly constantly goes after me, but when I hit back, it is a totally sexist? She is highly overrated. And then he says, Fox News has been treating me very unfairly, and I have therefore decided that I won't be doing any more Fox News shows for the foreseeable future. So Trump is very mad at the hand that feeds him, although apparently not anymore. So that's the, that's what's going on there. I think he's doing this because he knows that they're going to report this. So it's just more free publicity for Donald. I, I think I think sometimes Trump just does what Trump wants to do. Trump is going to Trump. He just wants to so yell Trump at somebody on Twitter. Yeah, that's what he likes to do. Um, all right. Good job, Joey. Great job. Uh, next week we'll do the fall TV preview. Uh, we just ran out of time. Not a big deal. Stick around if you're watching the live stream. Invasion of Privacy is coming in. Uh, good show. Kate Wolf and Joe Santagato. We have a song to end the show, Joey. Nice. It's uh, Ryan Adams doing Shake It Off. He did a cover of 1989, the entire Taylor Swift album. I couldn't think of another song to do. I figured let's be trendy and topical this week. And Ryan Adams covering Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. SoundCloud.com slash Mandatory Samson. You can also go to YouTube.com slash Mandatory Samson. Subscribe there. You can check out full episodes of the show. You can also find the live stream link for our program, Thursdays at 4, and uh, all the other shows that we live stream through there. Email us, MandatorySampson at gmail.com. I'm at Mansamp on Twitter. Joey. I'm Joey from Jersey with a Z. Snapchat. I'm at Mansamp. Are you on Snapchat, Joey? I am. Same thing. Joey from Jersey with a Z. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. So add me on Snapchat. I like the, uh, the snaps I've been getting. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the show. We appreciate all your support. And we're going to be back next Thursday. We'll talk to you then. <laughs>